Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So there I was, just pulling my hair out. The baby would not fall asleep. I mean, you heard it. He was crying. He was crying. Screaming. He had been up for like an hour and a half. It was ready. It was he, time. It was, it was longer right. than that. It was like two, maybe two and a half hours. Well, by the end of it, yeah. But so, I mean, I tried everything. I'm rocking him to sleep. I'm playing uh, like sweet music. I'm like, Are we talking like John Legend? Or? You know, I think I played some like slower Red Hot Chili Peppers song. You know, oh, wow. road tripping from the Californication album, and I'm, you know, I'm singing to him, I'm swaying him, I'm doing everything, I'm shushing, I'm putting the pacifier. Was in. he I, swaddled? Yeah, at first, yeah. Then so I you took, were doing, you were doing I all the things. Him, you did I all the five out of the swaddle, and then I put him back in the swaddle, and I had him in the snoo, and then I took him out of the snoo, and it's like I have him in the. He's crying. He's like his eyes are like like spazzed out like so wide open i probably tried to put him down unsuccessfully for a nap on three separate occasions probably took 45 minutes and he's just screaming to the point where you started walking back you're like is everything okay like <laughs> something wrong what are you doing what are you doing to the baby i'm like just fine <laughs> I know he needs to sleep, but why I won't know. he fall asleep? And this was like the nap right before dinner, so I'm hungry. Oh uh, he's, no, he's 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 not eating a bottle. But I I go bring him out. I'm like I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And then your mom is like, oh, here, let me, let me let me hold. Let him. me try. Let me try. Let me try. And she, I like, got this, baby. She like just holds him. Puts the pacifier in, kind of like rests the baby's head against her boob uh-huh. uh, so that the pacifier like helps to stay in. And then she's just like rocking him back and forth. And it was immediate. He fell asleep. He fell asleep like that. I felt like such an idiot. Oh, I'm like, honey. here I am. I'm his father. I can't help him sleep. Well, Mother but you have to think about it this way. <clears throat> you spent 45 minutes trying to get him to sleep. That's true. And I, that probably helped. It was like the can lid. Mm-hmm. You know, I loosened it up for you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But there is something to say about a boob. Yeah. A soft boob to yeah. rest your head on. Yeah. I mean. Maybe I can like invert them and put them on my belly. Maybe. Or you could just maybe like wear a soft sweatshirt or something. Yeah. That's a big one. Because you true. have, you have, um, I mean, this is a compliment. You have a very hard chest. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> you know, I, I have oh. seen Finn, Finn is in that stage where he likes to swing his head around a little bit. Yeah. He can't, he doesn't have like full control. And so when he swings his head around and hits your chest, he cries, he poor thing. Like yeah. He does not like it. But when he does that to me, you know. He just bounces the, off. His, it, the landing is a little different. Boing. Yeah. Don't you? No. Like, um, Let's do it again. Boing. Yeah, exactly. 
So I, you know, you're just physically, you, you don't have the goods Mm -hmm. to, to like rock a baby to sleep. It breaks my heart. I know. And speaking of boobs, today's episode is all about Ariel's breastfeeding journey. (laughs) And it had, and what a journey it has been. Yeah. Uh, it now in my second breastfeeding journey, and this one is completely different. Yeah. Well, welcome to Baby Steps. The weekly comedy parenting podcast. I'm Ned. I'm Ariel. We have one three-year-old toddler and one three-month-old baby. And we're going to answer your questions. We're going to give some real advice. We're going to tell some stories that aren't picture perfect. Mm-hmm. And today we're we're talking about Ariel's, Ariel's breastfeeding secrets. The stories that you don't tell people. It's, yeah, I mean, it's not so much secrets. Uh, I feel like I've, I'm pretty open about my my breastfeeding experience. You're pretty open about your boobs. I'm pretty open You're about pretty my boobs. Open about your I boobs. guess. Am I? Am I? Am I open about I don't my know boobs? Think so I haven't heard you talk about it very much, which is why we decided to do an episode. I about guess it. so. Let's <clears throat> let's like uh, nightly news this, and I'll be like I'll be like a Katie Couric interviewer, just like. So it started this way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, that works. I mean, I, one thing I'm excited to hear about is the difference between your expectations versus reality. So like, what did you picture totally when it came to breastfeeding our, our son Wes and how was it different? Well, um, I, I actually didn't have very many expectations. I didn't even think about breastfeeding. Really? But you see it in movies and then TV. You see it in movies. You see it on TV. I guess I wasn't, I didn't consume as much like mom content as I do now Mm. um, before we got, before we had Wes. And so I wasn't really exposed to a lot of like breastfeeding content. I sort of assumed that I would do it, but I. The only boobs who ever saw were pornography i guess <laughs> no i mean you know girls have boobs and and uh i i mean my mom told me about it but she didn't breastfeed for very long hmm. because she went back to work pretty soon after yeah we um, were kind of the first uh, of our friends or in the first wave of breastfeeding yeah. so it wasn't like we were out with friends at brunch and we see them breastfeed in public or something yeah yeah we were the ones doing that yeah exactly with our friends like you hey, know are you okay it's so funny the, the the first memory that i have that brought breastfeeding into my world was immediately after uh labor with wes mm. you know so wes comes out um and they plop him on my chest and I remember a nurse coming over and and like pal palpitating my my breast and and I don't even I don't even think she asked. It was just sort of like a okay, we're gonna get this going for this baby. Like okay, <laughs> let's uh you know almost like I was a machine. Mm. You know, like let's let's do this. You're like what happened to my consent? <laughs> I, it was it was such a funny thing. It was it, I I would have said yes. Um, maybe, maybe she asked, I don't remember, but I just remember it being such a, uh, such like a routine thing, Mm. you know, like here I have, I have a freshly, um, born baby on, on my chest and, and there's somebody who's, who's just like, 
All right. Well, let's uh, let's 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 get this moving. Let's let's get the milk coming. You know, mm-hmm. or, or like, let's see if you got any milk. Um, and it was yeah, it was a really interesting. It was a really interesting thing, and they immediately tried to latch Wes right after. Had, yeah, I mean, this is we're talking. 10 minutes. Oh yeah. He's, he's still covered in like mucus. Yeah. It happened immediately. Immediately. Uh, we, they were trying to get him to breastfeed or, you know, latch, um, and just start to start to get the wheels moving in there. Bonding (laughs) process. Yeah. Thankfully with, uh, so both of our kids were early. Mm. Um, Wes, we were able to be in the room with him for the first few days. And so, I was able to like try to breastfeed and we had lactation consultants coming into the room and, you know, seeing how everything was working, but he was, he was small. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and I think that, that it just wasn't, he wasn't latching well because he was small, Mm -hmm. um, and just didn't really have the strength to kind of get the milk moving. And so they recommended a, a nipple shield for me to make it a little bit easier for mm-hmm. him to nurse. So I was using a nipple shield with Wes and he, he was able to get some, my, you know, I had the colostrum that came in and then my milk came in pretty soon after that. What did it feel like to, uh, like when the milk first started coming out, was that like a strange feeling? Oh, it was, it was really strange. It was really, really strange. It was something that I had never imagined my body doing. Yeah. It was, I mean, I don't know. Do you remember that? Do you remember when we started, when I, when I started breastfeeding Wes and I don't, I, I'm sure that we looked at each other at one point and we were like, whoa. It just sort of happened. Like, yeah. I'm feeding a baby with my body. Yeah. Cause up until that point, your boobs were just your boobs. Right. More of a like, physical thing of concerned how they look in clothing. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like they're, they're secreting milk. Secreting. Yes. Excreting. I, I don't like, I wouldn't, you don't like these terms. Well, I don't, I wouldn't producing. think of, well, if it, if they, yeah, producing, if, if my boobs were excreting milk, then that would mean that milk was the excrement. Ah, so well, perhaps we think it technically is <laughs> since it goes outside of your body. Interesting. But maybe not. Excrement maybe is like waste product. Right. Which certainly not that. Is certainly Do not, not that. Want to waste that breast milk. Let's uh we'll get we'll get more into that about how how precious breast mm-hmm, milk yes. is. Um precious. Precious. So, yeah, I mean, do you remember those first few days when we were sitting in the hospital room with Wes uh-huh. and like breastfeeding? I mean, we were, he was, he was on me around the clock mm-hmm. because at that point you're just trying to, uh, you're trying to establish your milk supply. At the time I had no idea what we were doing. I was just like, baby needs boob. Mm-hmm. This is how this works. Right. And all the nurses were like, try to feed him, try to feed him, try to feed him. Right. It was almost like. If that was all we were doing was feeding him because mm-hmm. we weren't, I don't think we were supplementing with formula. No, no. And we weren't doing bottles at that period of time or pumping, right? Nope. So it was all breastfed for yeah. the first two to three days. For the days. first two to three days, we were it was just, just breastfeeding. Like, it was feeding all the time. Mm-hmm. And so there's something that happens soon after 
uh, labor that you, a, a lot of times babies do lose weight in the hospital. And, mm-hmm. um, it's like, it's a scary thing for a lot of mothers, but it happens to everybody where the birth weight is one weight. And then when they actually leave the hospital, it's slightly less because they've been, uh, you know, they're, they're not on a, they're not attached to you anymore. They're not eating around the clock. They are actually, you know, like getting milk from you. Um, and so I think Wes did lose a few ounces, mm-hmm. maybe a pound or something. Um, did you feel pressure at all to, to breastfeed or to keep, keep his weight up? I mean, was that like, Oh, absolutely. Kind of a, something the hospital nurses put on you. Or was that like pressure you put on yourself? Cause you knew you wanted to do it. Cause there was always the option to do formula. Right. right. I think that I, I had expressed my, my choice to that, that I wanted to breastfeed, but that I, you know, that the formula was fine if, if, um, if it wasn't working, mm-hmm. you know, basically I said like, I don't want a hungry baby. Mm-hmm. If I can't do it, then, then we'll feed him formula. Yeah. Um, and that made the weight tracking all the more important. I remember. Mm-hmm. Cause they were, because then it was kind of like, okay, well, your milk hasn't come in yet or like he's losing too much weight. So we're going to need to supplement, but I don't think it ever got to that point. With um, him, they did something cool that I don't remember with Wes, where they weighed him before a feeding session. Uh huh. You breastfed him, and then they weighed him after. Right. And that was how they calculated how many ounces of milk he had just consumed. Exactly. Oh God, I love that. I mean, okay, so so let's continue on with Wes. So we were breastfeeding him for the first three days, and then uh, he has to go to the NICU. Right. And at that point, that was my first introduction to pumping because mm. here our, now our baby is is in the NICU. He's not with me all the time. And uh, and they're asking me to produce milk to give him in a bottle. And I was like, what? How am I supposed to do that? And so mm. this very nice lactation consultant walks me down the hall to the pumping room. Do you remember that? I do. In the first hospital that we were at? It there was, was so strange. That was almost stranger than breastfeeding because it's like a machine. It, yeah. And it, for me, it was a room. Like there were four pumps and they had curtains to kind of for privacy. And they had magazines in there. You know, it was kind of this strange place where like, you just sort of heard the hum of the, <laughs> dr- 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 yeah. And so I remember walking in, and there was another another uh, mom in there, and you know we sort of uh, were like, "Hey, <laughs> you pumping?" What's up? <laughs> up? And How and are yeah, and then doing? and then like I sat down and and uh and the lactation consultant was like okay so we're gonna fit these flanges onto your you know onto your breasts and i just different cup sizes yeah different cup sizes it's actually different nipple sizes oh yeah because you have to like your whole nipple has to fit into the like a certain flange and uh that experience kind of it it changed everything for me. Really? Yeah. How so? Well, because I was no longer, I was no longer like bonding with my child, you know, kind of having him breastfeed on me. At this point, I was, this was a tool to make milk to feed my child. Hmm. Um, and it was a very effective tool. Mm-hmm. And 
my milk came in shortly after that, you know, partly because of the timing. It was about three days and your milk usually comes in after about three days. Um, but also because I was pumping every two to three hours Mm. and, you know, I was pumping until they recommended that I pump until I was like empty. Um, and so I think that that experience kind of was what caused me to have an oversupply Mm. was because I like you're telling your body keep producing right because breast milk is based on supply and demand you know your your body will make as much milk as your baby is drinking Mm -hmm. and so if I am telling my body that my baby is drinking I, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight ounces every two to three hours, it's going to continue making that. And that was what it did. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And I think if I had had a little bit more guidance at that time, I probably would not have pumped so much. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there are... There, there are moms out there who don't make enough. I didn't, I, I made too much. Um, and so I had a problem with oversupply, but, uh, there's every, 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 everybody has a different, you know, feeding right, journey. Right. Well, you know, we're just talking about your story. Yeah. And I wonder where that feeling of like, if I could do it differently comes from, cause why, why, I, why would you want to do it differently? You know, I was very thankful throughout the process with Wes that I had ample supply of milk. Mm-hmm. And so I would never do that differently. Mm. I wish that it had been more of a an organic, like natural process mm-hmm. for me. You ever feel like a like a vessel? I felt very much like a vessel. I felt very much like a like I was just producing milk to feed my child. I didn't feel like the bond between the two of us was as strong because I, Wes, it was difficult for him to latch because he was, he was small. Um, and pumping was very effective for me. And so, and, and it was easier for him to drink out of a bottle Mm -hmm. in the, in those first few months. So that's what we did. Mm. I just made milk. Um, we almost exclusively bottle fed. We almost exclusively pumped and bottle fed. Yeah. After that point. Yeah. I think actually, oh yeah, pretty much 
pretty much exclusively. Yeah. I mean, I, I breastfed him when I could, but it was never. So I said, breastfeeding takes practice. Yeah. It's not something that you just do. It's a learned skill and you have to practice it. Huh. And I didn't practice it very often with Wes because it was hard. Huh. It was it's not easier to do. A bottle. It was easier to yeah. do a bottle. And I'm finding the same thing with Finn. Although this time, because I want that bond, I'm trying harder. Mm. I'm trying harder to yeah, breastfeed him. Good for you. Yeah. Do you ever mourn the like the the loss of breastfeeding Wes? I I do. I do and I don't. You know, I I'm not one to linger Been on old man filled with regret yeah. waiting to die alone. Yeah. I do. I I think it could have been different had I tried harder. Um but I didn't. And I mean, I, I don't think that, that I, I, Wes, is, Wes is perfect. Well, if I, as the interviewer, can insert myself into the narrative for uh, like a little Yeah, second, yeah, tell me about you. I would say because uh, we made that choice to do pumping and bottle feeding, that actually allowed me to be that much more bonded with Wes. That's, that's so true. Because, you know, I was bottle feeding him a lot. And I got to have those moments where... Mm-hmm. we're kind of connecting over feeding times and just sort of talking or, or yeah. hanging out. And I, if, if you were always breastfeeding, right. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily have had that. Um, you also would have been more uh, worn out, I think, because I, you know, there, it's like I can help with the, Oh yeah. It's a, it's the care. It's a huge, um, like the onus is on the mom to to feed mm-hmm. the, the child if they're breastfeeding, and so uh, it it certainly made it a lot more equal between mm-hmm. us. And you know that's I I I do wonder sometimes like how other families do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like single sex families or um, yeah, but it's like something like that if or or if they're feeding formula like how the dynamic changes. Um, and so we, yeah, we, we had a, we had an interesting dynamic where mm-hmm. I didn't have to feed him every time we had milk that was ready to go, um, that, you know, anybody could feed him. Mm-hmm. It, it was certainly easier for me to go back to work. It was easier for us to, to wean him because he was already, you know, he 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 already was like weaned from the physical act of mm-hmm. breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are positives and there are negatives. Yeah. But I do want to try a little harder with with Finn. There are also certain things that happen when you're breastfeeding. Like there are hormones that are exchanged between a baby and a mom. Um and you know, so sometimes I I think you know, we missed out on something hmm. that could have been, but, but then I look on at, at the positives and I think, you know, you got to bond with him more. Uh, I got to have a little bit more freedom. Um, yeah. And like mental space, you know, yeah. you can read a magazine or something. Yeah, if you want to. yeah exactly. Um, which is important to me. That was something that, you know, just knowing me, that is something that is important to me to to kind of have physical freedom uh, and and mental freedom to mm-hmm. kind of do what I need to do 
whatever that is. <laughs> Clean the house. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's true. We'll never know what you missed out because we uh, we have all the wonderful things that it gave us. And it's, it's hard to say in hindsight. I guess after uh, after we wean Finn and assuming that everything goes well with your plan to breastfeed him more, then maybe we'll, you'll have a point of comparison. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, but you mentioned letdown earlier. Maybe we could take a, a little terminology break and go with lightning round of what all these terms are. Okay, what is a letdown? So a letdown is uh, it's something that happens. It's like a physical. Um, so the the milk that is stored in the milk ducts in your in your breast, um, uh, they stay there until you have a letdown. <clears throat> Quick question. Yes. Uh, what is a breast? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, so they they stay there until you have a letdown, and that's if 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 a letdown wasn't a thing, then like a boob would just be like a bottle, and it would just have milk going mm-hmm. at all times, mm-hmm. right? But a letdown is like this physical hormonal thing that happens when you latch a baby or. For me, I, I actually have an overactive letdown. So, like, if I think about Finn, then I will get a letdown. No, no. That's, so that's when you, the the milk comes out. It's when the milk is like released. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, wait, it happens when you think about the baby, or when you think about something like. For me, it does. Like cozy. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, uh, like, I should probably so, like start. describe your perfect letdown uh, fantasy scene. Uh, like a warm blanket yeah. and a, like a soft, chubby baby. Uh, yeah, that, that usually does it for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but sometimes it happens randomly and I can't, I, I'm like, why did that just happen? <laughs> I mean, sometimes you'll wake up. And you had like wet spots on your boobs. And you're like, <laughs> I have to pump right now. And it, that happens all the time. It was like, uh, like a breastfeeding wet dream. <laughs> Just like it was like a breastfeeding wet dream. Dreaming about something about a chubby baby, and then your boobs went blur. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean that's also okay. So I think that night specifically, although this happens most nights, like. I have to wear breast pads so that I, so that it doesn't just leak everywhere. Um, but like when my, when my boobs get too full, um, then you don't even need a letdown at that point. The, the milk is just like, please, <laughs> please let me out. So just like wet dreams then. <laughs> it's very similar to a wet dream, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's some, there's like hormones that go through your, body that make those things happen and so i was probably sleeping and thinking about chubby babies and and there you go i don't know but yeah so uh because i i am an overproducer and i have an overactive letdown um i have to i have to wear those breast pads that like because basically i i'm just walking around making milk (laughs) (laughs) it's I, i i don't want people to look at me now and be like you're making milk right now. You make but milk, I am. Like right now? Like what is it, Probably, yeah. <laughs> I'm interested to hear about 
your anxieties around your supply. I mean, did you, Uh were you ever worried that your supply would drop if you, you know, went traveling? I mean, we took a trip to London and Mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. a long flight or what if you like missed a session or, or like, what if the baby slept all night miraculously and Mm -hmm. you didn't pump in the middle of the night? Yeah, we, we definitely traveled a lot more with Wes than we did with Finn or than we are with Finn. (laughs) I remember I needed like an entire suitcase for all of my pumping supplies. Whoa. If there's one thing that I regret about choosing to, uh, to, to pump over, over, you know, like physically breastfeeding, that is it. It's just the amount of stuff. It's like, I had that huge spectra pump, mm-hmm. um, which I loved that thing. Like <laughs> I could snuggle with that thing. It Shout like out. lived in the bed. Not a sponsor. <laughs> I just, it, that, that, this, that pump, it's like, it, you know, it's, it was so good to me. Um, we had a lot of good times yeah. together. Yeah. Um, but you know, all the pumping bottles and the phalanges and this and that and the tubes and this and, uh, and then having to wash all those things mm. and then washing all the bottles. Um, and at the time we were using Dr. Brown's bottles, which have like, like 50 times more pieces than, Mm. than just like a normal bottle. And, um, yeah, just the washing and the, the gear, that was a lot. Um, but the question about supply, I, yes, the answer is yes. I, I was worried about supply. There were times when I, um, with Wes, my supply was ample. It, it was remarkable how much milk I made. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also had a lot of support from, you know, like family and we had, we, we had a nanny starting at, uh, like four months. And so I had time to, I was working from home. And so I had time to pump at regular intervals. And every time I was making, you know, eight ounces, 10 ounces of milk, which to, to, you know, moms that are listening who are, who, who have a normal supply and, and are breastfeeding, they'll pump off like one ounce or something like that wow. every time. Yeah. It, it takes like multiple, um, pumping sessions to, to make like one bottle of milk. Oh, wow. But for, for me, I was making so much milk. I remember we had a freezer full of milk. We had a freezer full of milk. We had so much milk. milk that you gave Rachel. We were we like were giving it away. A whole month's worth of milk or something. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, I was like, what do I do with this milk? I was making so much. No, I I was not worried about it at that point. Um, but there were definitely times when I had to pump. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like missing a session was not an option for me mm-hmm. because it would get so uncomfortable. Right. right. Um, right. Gonna burst. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or, or like I would get to that point where it wasn't even a letdown that, that like let the milk out. It was just the fact that I was, so, I was so like f- over full. Hmm. Um, but, uh, with Finn, it was a different story because I'm trying to breastfeed more. Um, and so I'm trying not to pump as much so that I have the, the supply for him when he's ready to breastfeed. Mm. But when I was still trying to figure out kind of the timing of everything, I just wasn't making enough milk for him. You know, like he would, he would breastfeed and there would be plenty of milk for that. But then when I would pump, I wouldn't have enough for that day, you know, the bottles for that day. Um, and I, it, the timing so was just off and I, it was a tricky balance. And I just couldn't keep up with, 
the supply, I probably wasn't drinking enough water. Mm. Um, you know, I think also it just has to do with stress and like having a toddler and a baby you're, and, and you're like chasing around a toddler while also trying to feed a baby while also trying to take care of yourself. That's a, that's a big one mm-hmm. is when you're breastfeeding, you know, you are making the nutrients that your baby is eating. It's the same thing when you're pregnant. You're, you know, yeah. you're still on the hook for this pressure to yeah. make your body a temple of nutrition. Exactly. You know, you just, you just can't keep up with all of those things. I was eating like cheese and crackers for lunch and, and, and then like running off to do a podcast or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, there was a period of time where it just got to be too much. And, um, but early in, in Finn's, uh, life, you know, like the first month you remember I was making a ton of milk and he wasn't drinking that much cause he was just a little tiny thing. And, uh, and so I was saving all of it. And so what I was doing was, on those days when I wasn't making enough milk to feed what he was drinking, I would use a freezer bag. Um, and that's where it comes into the milk proteins and all that kind of stuff. I feel like it's like the freezer bags are taking money out of a savings account. Like <laughs> no matter what, it always feels like not great to take money out of a savings account. And, it, and it, Even when it's like, okay, well, this is why I saved. So why should I feel bad about it? It's great that I have money in this savings right? account. But it's always like the feeling of removing it feels like worse than feeling of putting it in. Absolutely. It feels awesome putting it in. Yeah. Like plopping one of those <laughs> full fr- bags full of you're milk like, into the freezer. Yeah. You're like, I crushed this. Mm-hmm. And looking at my my like freezer supply. Oh, I cannot tell you how satisfying that is to know that you have this like freezer supply. Um, and, you know, that's that's that that was a, a joy of mine mm-hmm. was counting my bags <laughs> it's, it's literally it was like it's like counting Gotta money secure the it's bag like counting secure money. the bag and then i would like tell people i would like show my mom i'd be like look look, look how much i made <laughs> you know uh, it's like if you never use it what was the i point know of, uh, i know it and so place? and so we did use it and you know i don't have as much uh, saved this time. It's just, you know, I still have an oversupply and I still have an overactive letdown, but Finn is a champion eater and Mm. he, he just crushes everything I make. And so, you know, the oversupply just is, isn't that much of an oversupply this time. Mm. And if I had to go back to using freezer bags, we'll probably have to uh, start using formula, like within the next couple months. You know, which I am totally okay with. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, that's just the, that's the reality of, uh, of feeding a baby is you feed them what you can. How did breastfeeding change your relationship with your body? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I mean, you were there for the whole thing. It, it, well, okay. So breastfeeding is so intertwined with labor Mm -hmm. also Mm -hmm. and, uh, recovering from labor and, and so, uh, and also I think, I think there's a, like an evolutionary thing that happens in your body too, where when you're breastfeeding a baby, your body doesn't want you to have another kid, mm, oh, you know? Right. I so, have heard that. so it's not, so it's it, like, I felt, my, I didn't feel as sexual. Mm. Certainly. It was like a much, it's not a sexual thing to, to be, to, to breastfeed. 
you know, cause yeah. you're using, you know, you're, you're, you're feeding your child. It's like this warm, wonderful, uh, thing. It just happens to be about your boobs. It just happens to that be, is be about one your of the, boobs. One of the most interesting things when it comes to the relationship with your body. I mean, certainly for me as like the, you know, the straight male who's married to you, uh, like boobs and cleavage, it's like for our entire lives in society are like a sex symbol. Right. right? Yeah. And now in this, in this paradigm, it is, it is like a bonding and a food source and like totally not a sex symbol. Right. Yeah. And yet it still kind of is because you're like conditioned in that way as a guy, but, uh, you kind of are having to come to terms with the fact that it's not, but then also they're bigger, which is more of a, <laughs> a like a thing. It's, it's very strange. And you just kind of, and, and you know, I'm not feeling the same feeding surge of hormones uh-huh, necessarily. Totally. So yeah, yeah, you are, you're adapting to the, the new normal, I guess, of yeah. what boobs mean. Yeah. What yeah. is boobs? It is. It's, it, it's all, it's your boobs are something different. Your body is something different too. I mean, breastfeeding takes a toll on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to consume more calories. You have to take care of, you have to drink way more water. You're making milk, you know? And that's where people get that urban legend of like, Breastfeeding helps you lose the baby weight or something. Yeah. Is that, is that a thing? Is that I true? think so. I do think that breastfeeding has helped me lose the baby weight um, because you do burn calories breastfeeding. You mm. know, those calories have to go somewhere. Mm, that's uh, true. You're literally uh, um, expressing calories. Exactly. And I think, I think that I learned in the hospital this go round that an ounce of milk has 20 calories or something like that. It's like 25 milliliters has, has 20 calories in it. Hmm. And and so, yeah. So, you know, however much milk you're making, that's, I don't know. I don't think it's a one-to-one, like this many calories come like this many ounces comes out. That means you lose this many calories. I don't think it works that way, Hmm. but you know, in some ways. Well, and also the whole idea that like, needing to lose the baby weight by a certain time or something right. is such a like a, a false pressure that like people put on themselves. Right. Exactly. You know? Like uh, truly I like you should be eating uh, enough calories to like make up for <laughs> the amount that's yeah. going out, you know, <laughs> because you should like taking care of yourself and, and, uh, and making, um, making those calories. Oh my gosh. Do you remember what the doctor said when, uh-uh. w- remember I asked, I don't think I'm drinking enough water. This was with Finn. Um, I don't think I'm drinking enough water when I'm breastfeeding. Will it just pull water out of my cells? I asked her like how that worked. Cause I truly had no idea. I was like, where does the milk come from? Mm-hmm. If there aren't, if there isn't enough to make the milk How baby formed if pregnant. <laughs> And so, and she, she said that your body will only make, like your body wants to make top quality milk. And so if those, if, if the quality isn't there, it won't make the milk, you know, like if, if you didn't drink enough water, then you're not going to make milk. Hmm. It's not going to like suck it out of your body, Mm -hmm. you know, which I found really interesting. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, because they also say that you, you should, like, take calcium and, and all these different things when you're breastfeeding because it, it does, you know, it takes a lot of the nutrients out of your body mm-hmm. and uh, gives it to the baby, which, hmm. which is good. Yeah. What about that feeling of, you know, you're breastfeeding with a baby. Uh Do you feel like, do you feel stuck? (laughs) Do you feel trapped? Oh, yeah. You're like, have a beautiful bonding moment. And then you're ready for it to be over. But you're the feeding vehicle. Uh, Breastfeeding takes time. (laughs) Breastfeeding takes time. It, I mean, I remember when I was trying to breastfeed Wes, it would take up to, 45 minutes to an hour and a half to just like, he just didn't want to, he just wanted to keep eating, Hmm. you know? And when they're really small, all they want to do is just be on you. And, uh, you know, as you guys get the hang of it and you start getting more practice, um, then it, it doesn't take quite as long, but yeah, it takes a long time. I remember even for pumping, you got these products that were, uh, they were like form-fitting breast pumps. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. we thought they were both so silly at first. And then I realized like, oh, the fact that you can walk around yeah. and your boobs just like look a little bit bigger. This, mean, this was the, the willow pump. They, they looked enormous. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> this was, still, this you is, can walk around like normal. Yeah, this is the willow pump that is cordless. And so, yeah, you just put them in your bra and it like pulls out the milk. That was so amazing to me. So, yeah, I could chase Wes around with while pumping. Um, yeah, I mean, in the first few weeks of Finn's life, uh, those were so clutch. Yeah. Because I was having to pump every two to three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you don't want to like, I I have an idea of what you guys do when I'm pumping, but you know, it's not, it's not easy for <laughs> you to like, you Hold know, down solo. Yeah. Two babies hanging out. Cause I have to, I have to disappear for 15 to 20 minutes yeah. every few hours to go make milk. You know, it's, it's like, I was, I was making fun of you for pooping for too long. But like, <laughs> here, here I am off, you know, making milk every, every few hours. And I'm like, all right, I have, I physically have to do this now. Yeah. Um, uh, here's the baby. <laughs> like, okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yes, I am an amazing father. Thank you so much. Oh, it's so great to feel seen. Uh, no, it's 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 fine. It's you know. Well, let's talk a little bit about the weaning process. Sure. Um, yeah. Because I feel like that's you know the natural next step. I mean, when when do people typically wean? And did you ever uh, did you ever consider being like the Game of Thrones? Uh, oh my god! Or they're feeding breast milk. I mean, like no judgment, but like. <laughs> yeah, that I, there, there's there, there's some, there's so much societal uh, like I don't know uh, strangeness around breastfeeding 
like somebody who is like older. older. Yeah. Or toddlers. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not sure why, uh, I think that's just a societal thing, mm. but yeah, it seems just innately strange to me. Yeah. Like if Wes as a three-year-old was, was still breastfeeding. Yeah. But then again, breast milk is probably just like still nutritious. It is still nutritious. And there are, there are parents out there who are still breastfeeding their toddlers because of that, mm. you know, uh, because it, because it's so good for them. But, uh, a little different for me there, yeah. Coach, um, well, you got to start eating carrots sometime. Well, I feel like the moms that are breastfeeding their kids, you know, into two years, three years, four years, five years. Um, I think those are the moms who who had an easier time of it, mm. you know, because for me, I couldn't. I there are going to be some moms out there who are going to be aghast, but I couldn't wait to stop. Really? I couldn't wait to stop Hmm. because it was such a just pumping all the time is was so soul sucking Hmm. and I was so ready to be done. I, I, I didn't have the bond every time I was feeding Wes. It was more of a, like a physical necessity that I had to do this every time, Hmm. you know, like imagine if you had to, to do, to do like 50 pushups every Three hours, you know, I mean, I'd be swole as fuck, but well, yeah, uh, but I wouldn't want to <laughs> after you know, the first couple of times. Like every time you had to do it, you'd be like, oh, this again. Yeah. You know, because it's it's not a it's not like a a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's you, a it's a relief. It's a physical relief. But it's yeah, it's a necessity. Do you feel differently now that you're with Finn doing some more? Actual skin on skin breastfeeding. I do. Really? Yeah. So so okay. So my schedule with Finn right now is uh, I breastfeed him when he wakes up at night, mm-hmm. and then I breastfeed him in the morning, and I breastfeed him before bed. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't realize there was that much. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we're, That's a lot. we're we're getting our we're getting our our, our reps in. You yeah. know, we're practicing. He's getting really good at it. Um, I'm getting better at it, and. You know, but then I also pump like four times a day to have the milk so that like my mom can feed him during the day or you can feed him during the day or Mm -hmm. just to have a backup. Um, And and if I have time every once in a while, I'll just be like, okay, well, my boobs are at that like three quarter full mm-hmm. time. I remember we were on So a, this would be a good time to feed Finn. If you're hungry, buddy. We were on a hike uh, with Wes and Finn. Oh yeah, the other day. Mm-hmm. But Finn was getting hungry and you just were like, you had him in the front carrier and you just like whipped out of city and we were just hanging out. I think Wes had like a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Yeah. And I had some pretzels. And, and uh, I was feeding Finn. Yeah. That was, that was a, that was great. Actually. That was like a, that felt like, like I had accomplished something. Really? Cause it's always been something that I've wanted to do. Uh, Breastfeeding in, in, in public or, or like in the carrier. Mm. Um, there was something about like, there are certain, there are like slings that you can get that we we've used them. We love the, the slingy things. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and I remember when we were traveling with, a with a with Wes mm. um something about I was reading about like okay how do you take care of a, a baby on a plane and they were like oh well if you're wearing them in a sling then you could just loosen the sling and breastfeed them and I was like 
The logistics of yeah, that. Like, how does that work? Doesn't exactly. There's I don't straps, and, and then you have to pull up your shirt and like with the bra, and then cover. Maybe I'll just put a whole blanket over my head or something. <laughs> I so I could not figure that out, and so <laughs> that's always been one of those like one of one of those things way off in the distance where I'm like. Mm, Maybe I'm never going to be able to do that. And I'm okay with that. But then I finally did it. And I, so, so I just loosened the, the like ergo and kind of held him like this and pulled one of my boobs up so that it could reach him. Mm-hmm. And it was great. It was awesome. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yeah. That was a, that was an accomplishment. So it sounds like that moment feeding him on a hike was like this pinnacle of achievement for, it was a couple of days ago. It was a couple of days ago. I mean, is that, Fair to say, like, like it, it takes a while to get good at it, right? For sure. I mean, I've been a mom now for almost three years mm-hmm. and I'm just now feeling like I maybe can do this. Yeah. I mean, wow. I know that it's disheartening for some people to hear that, you know, it's, it doesn't come naturally, but yeah, it takes practice. It takes practice and you got to put in the work. Uh, but the, you know, the reward is there Hmm. if you're willing to do it, you know? Um, but if you aren't willing to do it for any reason, if you have to go back to work or if you, you know, need to just feel like pumping is easier, you have to let yourself off the hook. Right. Cause there's a ton of reasons why maybe breastfeeding is not for you. From medication to supply or, yeah. or other, other things that happen. You could you could choose not to breastfeed, and that is okay. There is societal pressure to breastfeed, but you know, don't don't let that affect your choices. Mm. Like formula is there for a reason, and there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, and you know, you just gotta you just gotta choose what's best for you. Yeah. Well, you know? I'm really glad to hear that you're taking some steps to make things even more the way you want them. Yeah. I wouldn't change the way that I did things with Wes. Right. Um, but I, you know, I have, I have that experience now and, uh, with Finn, I'm doing things a little bit differently. Well, thanks for listening. You can find us on Apple podcasts and Spotify. Hey, if you're listening on YouTube, head on over there and drop us a rating, hit subscribe, uh, and leave us a review. It helps other people discover the show. Yeah. So we thank you, all you baby steppers out there. And Hang we, in there. And we're going to follow up this episode with uh, an interview with a lactation consultant. That's right. Yep. Learn learn from the boob master. Yeah, because I am certainly not uh, the expert in That's all true. things boob. But it was wonderful to hear your story. And I loved being a Katie Kirk interviewer. Now, here's the gotcha question. (laughs) If you could steal a smooch from any Hollywood star, who would it be? Uh, We've got new merch at tryguys.com. We got the BFF charm necklaces and these beautiful, like, cloud tie-dye kind of pastel color hoodies with a little, little Triceratops logo. Finn has a Triceratops doll. That's pretty cute. He loves that thing. And, uh, yeah. That's that's it. We'll see you next time. See you next week.